This is Kristen from Temperance, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Where are you located? Um, right now, I am. Uh, I'm in New York. Um, oh, nice. I, yeah, but I live in Sweden. But uh, right now, I'm visiting my parents for um, quite a while. So. Oh, sweet! I, I'm, yeah. I'm originally yeah. from New York. I love it up there. Oh, me too. It's like it's my new vacation spot, which I never thought <laughs> I'd say. But New York. Are you actually in the city? Um, I'm actually a little bit out in Long Island. Oh, that's where I'm from. Oh, where? I'm from uh, Valley Stream in Limbrook. Oh, funny. I'm from Wontaw. Oh, okay. My sister yeah. still lives. My sister still lives out in uh, Bethpage. Oh, that's of course right by. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Small world, small world. Yeah. <laughs> I get up there as often as I can because I really like it. I know. It's like when you when you're there, you don't realize like you're like ah whatever. But then when you leave, you realize like what you have. <laughs> You and, you are so one hundred percent right because I lived there and never saw any of the tourist stuff because it was just there, and right, now I go right. up you know take the kids or whatever and we're like oh we're gonna go see the Statue of Liberty and I walked by it like every day going to work and never paid any yeah, attention exactly. I I still never been to the Statue of Liberty <laughs> but then I'm just like oh my god the food is just yeah oh, so good and you re- you realize like man I just want chicken broccoli you don't you can't get chicken broccoli everywhere else. No. And this is probably going to sound terrible, but the bagels and those uh, those rolls in the deli, those uh, you can't get them anywhere else. You I don't can't even get know. them. A- you can't get them anywhere. No, it's it's so funny because you just really take it for granted <laughs> when you're living there. And then you go up there and add like ten pounds because you, I start fiending and eating all the stuff that I can't get anywhere else. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's so funny. So anyway, sorry, we didn't come to talk about New York and food. We're here. <laughs> and we could, though. We could. <laughs> but I could talk about food all day long. So, yep. so let's talk about uh, temperance. Holy cow, no return. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, thanks. What's been the response to it so far? It's probably pretty amazing, right? Um, I think it's been great. I mean, I really haven't heard so much um, uh, from... I mean, I guess like I'm just kind of reading comments or, or whatever, but yeah, I think their response has been really great. I mean, I haven't really, um, uh, I mean, the album isn't out yet. So you just kind of hear from reviewers or interviewers right. and they're like, okay, that's nice. And you want public opinion a bit, but I mean, I think it just was, it's been great. I'm super happy. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. So when you say you're reading comments, do you pay, how much thought do you give those keyboard warriors both? <laughs> right because i'm going to get them but how much thought do you even put into it would you care i mean it's a a little bit i mean, i think i'm in a weird position because like you know i'm the new singer and so you just want to you know you 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 want people to be happy even though i shouldn't want to make people happy you know but there's just things that are like you know are do people feel good about the band still i mean for the most part i think people are, are really excited and happy and that makes me feel really good but of course you're gonna there's there's people who just hate change and they just don't want to sure. so, so i i don't give too much weight um i i uh, i have my own youtube channel so i've been like um i i of course read all the comments <laughs> but it's, it's all it's all you know you get better at, over time i think if i didn't have the channel 
I would be more, I would give it more thought, but I've had this channel for a couple of years now that like, it's like, ah, okay. It just rolls off your back, right? Because yeah, everybody, yeah. you know, you got all those keyboard warriors can say anything they want to say and have no skin in the game, right? It's easy to. Right. To disrespect something, I guess is the word. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So new record is uh, the 20th on Napalm Records. How did you end up with the, uh, with the gig? Um, so I actually think it all comes down to that YouTube channel I was talking about, um, where I, so yeah, I, I'm a professional opera singer. Like I went to school for opera and then I, I only did opera. I've been a metalhead my entire life. Talk? Um, I did my, uh, master's and doctorate in Stony Brook university. Oh my goodness. That's right around the block where you grew up too. So weird. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so Stony Brook has a great like um, conservatory program for the um, like grad school level, um, and I I just you know it's easier to stay on the island. I have a lot of um, private students, so it was easy to like go and see them and go to school. And so I moved out and I lived I lived in like the Stony Brook area for like a long time, going right. to school there. So, um, but how yeah. do you have a band in, you know from overseas? Yeah, uh, I guess so. The pandemic happened, lost all my jobs, and uh, I said, "Well, fuck it. Uh, I'm gonna do YouTube videos. Uh, like, I just want to do my metal covers because I've I've always I never had an outlet to do metal, even though I've, I've sung it. I loved and loved it for since I was twelve. You know, I, I've really spent my whole life with it. And they go um, hand in hand, I think, metal and opera. As totally odd that not. Sounds. Yes, not the vocal techniques. The vocal techniques are completely different. But of course, yeah, like the epicness, I think, is really something yeah, that kind that's of a good grabs word. you. I yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I remember seeing um, uh, on, uh, you know, do you remember like Headbangers Ball? Like, oh, yeah. Demo Borger. Yeah, me too. Like, the like uh, Demo Borger's, like, Prodigies of the Great Apocalypse came on. And I think I, like, shit my pants. And it's like the first time I, I heard, like, this orchestral yeah blend with uh like you know the really heavy black metal like it was so cool it, i mean that kind of changed my life those the those yeah i mean headbangers ball was amazing uranium yeah. was also great for that like growing up and seeing kind of things that are a little little bit more obscure now to yeah. us it's not obscure but you know growing up <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. just saw ricky rackman um do a spoken word thing He's actually yeah. doing, uh, he's got his hair cut off now and he's, I guess, so <laughs> the thing, but he does this like spoken word. It's like tales from the sunset strip and tales from, um, you know, the headbangers ball. And it was really yeah. interesting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. And I think it's it affected a lot of people's lives. I think like us in the U S how we kind of come to know about a lot of things was, has been very different from the way Europeans received um how they learned about certain bands and and music right. discovery was very different for them i've come to learn um so yeah uh it's cool but yeah but anyway i mean i so i was a metalhead my whole life and uh i did these covers and i wasn't expecting anything at all and i ended up getting a fantastic response and i did not realize it my first cover was um Twilight Force's uh, Twilight Horizon, which is like the super high yeah. um, power, super, super power metal. And um, yeah, I think uh, Marco, who's writes for Temperance, he's been kind of like following my covers. Um, I met him on 70,000 Tons of Metal, the big cruise ship, uh, I think in 2019. I've gone every year, right? 
Yeah, me too. I, I'm going this year. I love. Uh, I just already, love it. I do. Uh, I do press on there since 2011. I've been doing it. Oh, sick, sick, sick. Yeah, I um, yeah, I hope one day to play. That would literally be. I mean, I why not this I, year? I can't even believe it. Well, this year is certainly not out, but uh, nothing yet. Right. Well, <laughs> but we're putting it out there. We're giving Andy the, uh, the nudge. <laughs> yes, please, 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 please. Um, yeah, it would be a, a literally an insane dream come true. I mean, even when I'm on the boat, it feels like a dream come true. There's like, nothing just, like it, right? There's nothing like it. You can't explain. If you're a metalhead, it's literally like someone killed you. You are somewhere in some fantasy land. And <laughs> yeah. so my wife is not a metalhead, but she comes along just to get away from things and to keep me company while I'm working and doing whatever. But, and she still doesn't get it. But like the minute we, I'm already looking forward to you know, seeing everybody again the next year. Yeah, and it's just so other friends and oh, what, what an amazing. Yeah. Ah, it's just the best cruise, the best one of the best experiences I think in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. But I... anyway, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about food in seventy k New York. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I do think that um, uh, if we're going back to how I ended up in this band. Yeah, found you. Was following you. That's where yeah. we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so he he um I did a, a Beast in Black cover of uh, Cry Out for a Hero, and he told me that was the cover that said, "Oh, I this is the voice I wanted in the band." It, it was more grit and and more um, uh, more of a punchy style. Right. And hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up and coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Um, yeah, he in December he called me up and he said, "Hey, uh, you know, I haven't spoken to you in a couple of years. Um, would you be interested in doing a uh, covering for a tour that we're going on with Taria um, because we're losing Alessia, which was the previous singer?" Right. And I was like, "Oh." Uh, and then I was going on tour with Twilight Four, so I was like, um, I have like three weeks of this other tour, and like, you know, I think it's going to overlap a little bit. He's like, that's fine, that's fine, come after. I was like, okay, so <laughs> I had to go the next day after that tour, but yeah. But then two days after that call, he calls me, he's like, actually, Kristen, um, can you join the band? <laughs> Wow. And I was like, whoa, hold on. This is moving super fast. And I said, like, let's tour first. Like, like right. let's see if we get along. Right. Yeah. I was like, I, I mean, because I, I really, when I commit something, I really want to commit. I didn't want to do it. And then people feel weird about it just didn't look professional, I think, from either way to like. Also, if you're not 100% in, I think people would notice. I think so. Yeah. I, and, and, uh, I mean, at the first, at the beginning of the tours, I was like, super like, what is, what is happening? Um, but like, as I got to know them, like, I really love the guys. They're we're super funny. They're all like, we, we all have a great time every show we do. Um, so yeah, it just ended up being crazy. And the craziest part was after I said like, Hey, I need some time to like decide and get to know you guys. He's like, okay. But the problem is, we need to record this album before you leave for tour. <laughs> and this Jesus. was like three weeks before I left for the tour. So he sent me everything. And I recorded the whole album in one session in a couple hours. 
Really? Yes, the entire album is one session. And so there's no, there's no return. Even those notes are all yes. just one session. Wow. One session, that whole thing. Um, there was, I think he gave me a couple, uh, really a handful of revisions that I did, um, but they were mostly like um, emotive things that he maybe wanted me to do a little bit differently. Because like I said, I didn't know anything about this album. I don't know the concept. I didn't know anything. I just was like, we need your lines. This needs to be sent to the label before right. this date. So I, I, I did it also in my own home, like uh, it just in my own recording studio. Like I, I really? had no time to go to Italy. Nope. I did it so just out time. on Long Island, you're just recording. And this was actually in Sweden, in Sweden. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my husband is a sound engineer, so he, he could help. He helped me record. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> actually, I, I actually did all the recording myself, um, but like, you know, he helped me package it in such a way. That, right, right. Like, I was proud, you know, and I sent him things like I'm proud of this. Uh, and so I, I would never send something that I thought was like shoddy or. or right, but right. It was it was super scary that like not only was I preparing for an entire Twilight Force set, but I was preparing for this temperance set and I had to do the new album. And this so was a little all bit of pressure within a month, just a bit. It was it was a crazy time. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of happy now that the, uh, the the album's out now. You know, the album's coming is so cool. Like finally, after all of this hard work and um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it seems like I joined the band only like a couple months ago, but I, I've really been with them since January, I, I guess. That's still not that long, right? I mean, that's not even not even a year. No, exactly. Not even a year. Um, so but yeah, and it was great. Like I got some like we, we learned also how to interact on stage. We have our things, we have our shtick. And um, right. that was also crazy to jump into is like a band that has their own things and what they're, what they're doing. And here I come along and you're trying to learn the social cues. You learn the body language, you know, it's so, it's so many things you don't think of that you have to start um, molding yourself into, you know? <laughs> oh, I know. And I think it's actually, and you could probably speak to this the best, but from an outsider, it's probably more difficult to replace a vocalist or a singer than it is, you know, a drummer or a bass player, because you're right. like the the head of it, or not really the head of it, but you know what I'm saying. You're the front, the front man, front person. Yeah, you're, you're the face of the band. You're the, you're right. the face of the band, and um, it's incredibly like we also. They're also um, we got a new drummer as well, uh, and Marco is super amazing um and you know but of course no one's really you would never got to say anything right because he's actually, behind the kit. right but the old drummer actually recorded the drums for the new album okay. so if anyone says anything stupid which i actually have seen a stupid comment like <laughs> I, I miss alfonso and like okay but he is drumming on this song right so you're not even talking about <laughs> i'm just like bro what are you what are you talking about shut up uh so um yeah that's uh uh yeah it, it's it's weird to be the new face like yeah it, it's weird it's like it's like things just kind of get thrown at you really quickly it, it's right. like you know, when you come into a, a pretty established band it's not like you're growing with the band and you become this face but it's right. like now you're the new face and you know a lot of and a lot of the best singers end up with this new singer syndrome like poor uh Tommy Katervik from uh Camelot People can't believe, still, it's like been 10 plus years and people still can't believe he's, uh, you know, not Roy Khan. Right. <laughs> and it's like, right. and Tommy's just one of the best singers, I think, in the entire industry. So it's just like, uh, really, you know, 
but I just when I when I see comments like that I just do like this and I have to think of, of like okay every singer who has been in this position has dealt with this <laughs> yes. but then it, it usually ends up I mean there's no denying that you know you can carry it oh thanks <laughs> uh, yes we're on tour or going on tour with serenity in I just um... talked to them 10 minutes ago Oh really? Oh, I think we're we're doing interviews kind of around the same time. It's so funny because yeah. the previous interviewer that I just saw a half hour ago, um, she also just saw them. <laughs> and the way they schedule the interviews is like so. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So we're going on towards Serenity in February. So that'll be the first time. We originally like had some plans to to do this like around now, but um, we decided to just kind of like we. We we decided against it, um, and so we're just gonna bring the bring it on the road in in February. So it's gonna be very cool, I think. So right after seventy k, exactly. Right after you play main stage seventy k. Yes, please put it into existence. <laughs> it's out in existence right now. Yes, right? please. If it yes. happens, first beer's on you. Okay. Done. Deal. <laughs> yeah, deal. <laughs> Are you guys planning on releasing more singles as you go along, like following the normal business model of the the new business yes. model? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting, right? <laughs> it's yeah. like vid video, lyric video, video is pretty right. standard, I think. Um, but yeah, we are releasing one more on uh, the twentieth, the day the album's released, like a, a video. Right. I think it's great that you're still doing, you know, full albums because a lot of people are not. A lot of people have stuck to that new just do a new single every six weeks and not really do the full version. But I think, you know, people like myself really love that full version and seeing mm -hmm. how you sequenced it. There's a whole lost art to that as well, I think. I, I feel like metal in particular is still holding true to the full album thing, I think. I mean, I haven't seen too many bands that have done the new sort of like, you know, release the right. I hate that. I, I personally love the story. I love the whole, I, I want to enjoy the album as a whole. I don't love the whole singles thing. It doesn't, because oh. sometimes singles are, you know, you know, like when singles aren't great, but then you listen in the context of the album and then they become great. Yes. But and also I, the whole ritual too, right? You like, you sit down with the record and you read the notes lyric and sheets and yeah where totally it was recorded great. who you thank you know you thanking your husband whatever but it's all this stuff that totally is sort agree. of ritual to me yeah no it's the same for me i don't know if it's like a generational thing or if it's uh like i i don't know what like kids these days <laughs> are doing like i don't know how they're consuming uh, you know because a lot of the times and, and you know myself included i i'm listening to more and more just albums when they come out on spotify and i don't get those the thank you lists you don't get the no nothing off. right no context yeah, you, have to, you have to go on metal archives and see like when somebody uploads on metal archives like, right. who was actually on this album and stuff so it, it the, the ritual is getting ruined <laughs> but um the, the ritual was ruined a long time ago to be fair yeah, because yeah. i mean i remember go do you remember slip disc records yes I yes I grew up going like you know we'd save our paper out money and then yes. walk those records in Valley Stream yes, on Tuesdays. Yes. It was a Tuesday when records came out. We'd you know skip school, go there with all our tip money or whatever, and you know buy the new whatever record. Right. And yes. And then walk yeah. home like you're reading it as you're walking down you know Merrick Road in Valley Stream. You walk yeah. home reading the lyrics, <laughs> and that's exactly. all gone now because it comes out. You get it midnight, you know, on a download, and you miss all of that. Yes, we had Looney Tunes also in Amityville. Yes. That, that was the one I uh, more 
frequent, I think, was the was Looney Tunes. It also it had a, a, a Tower Records in uh, Massapequa. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah that was that. that was. I think I was really young when they closed down. Also, I think I was. I, I think it was like I was still middle school when they, when they closed down. Amityville so. had a decent venue, right? Wasn't it like a revolution? There's, I think it's still there. Oh, it is. Yeah. Then they have A A M H Hall. Yeah, Amazon they, has cut too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they. I think Revolution still exists, and that was a cool yeah. venue. And I mean, Wanto has Mulcahy's. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's super cool. I remember saw Symphony X there, which was nuts. It's like, oh, really? That that's three minutes. I know, right? Yeah, it was like, and this was back, I think, two thousand eight, which is, you know, uh, they were still pretty. They were, they were big, and uh, they played. Yeah. They played Mulcahy's, and it was such an amazing concert. It was just two two minutes from my my parents' house, so it was fantastic. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we could reminisce about New York all day long. Yes, we really could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate exactly. you taking the time, and I am so sorry for that uh, that weird delay. I don't ever oh, do don't that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Thank you. I hope that wasn't too bad. I do apologize <laughs> no. again. I feel bad for that. Oh, my God. No, this was great. This was great. And I know we were all over the place, but I kind of just like to make the conversations go where they go. You get asked a million times the same questions, I'm sure. So I actually appreciate this, uh, and and it was it was good. Yeah, it's usually the same questions, and uh, it's also nice to talk to a fellow New Yorker, fellow Long Island. Yes, <laughs> that's even better, right? The Long even Island, even better. Yeah, because you know, Strong Island, things. right? Strong <laughs> Island. <laughs> we'll see you, my friend. Be well. Yes, hope to see you on the see cruise. you on the boat, and yes. when you're uh, and when you're on main stage, a dark beer. Okay, you got it. Yeah, we'll see you. Yeah. All right, <laughs> All right see you later. Thanks. Bye. Yep. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.